Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Birds Down Under fans, and welcome to our victorious Super Bowl-bound Philadelphia Eagles. We have a lot of people in the studio today, and by studio I do mean dining room table, starting with Ozzy Andrew. Hello, Down Under. Kiwi Glenn. Hello, hello. Patrick from Toronto. Hey. Also known as Dad. And then the girls. Say hello, girls. Yes, the Eagles bound, the Eagles daughters wearing Devontae Smith jerseys. Very cool. Well, uh, Birds Down Under Nation, we are going back to the big game with a drubbing of the San Francisco 49ers, 31-7. I don't think anybody saw that coming quite as lopsided as it did, but I did make a comment in my pregame forecast that the team who protected their quarterback the best would win, and that's how this game was won. Uh, you know, right out of the gate, we, um, we managed to injure Brock Purdy. Now, you never want to injure any other team's players. That's not a, uh, a good way to win a game, but that's Hassan Reddick injured his elbow early in the game, and the Niners were playing with a backup quarterback who also got hurt from the pass rush. And ultimately, you know, you can't win games at that level with, you know, your third string running back playing quarterback or a quarterback who can't throw. So uh, a pretty shocking victory. And so... Um, since we've got a lot of people in the studio here, um, I would like to just get everybody's kind of singular observation of the game, favorite moment, whatever you want to share, starting with you, Ozzy Andrew. It's hard to go past the uh, sack, uh, Hassan Reddick, on Brock Purdy. Uh, legitimate sack. I think we all saw that in real time and thought it had come out of his hand clean. And once you started to see the replay and you realized it was sort of uh, the hacky sack off the elbow, uh, uh, yeah. pass and then there was the moment where they were reviewing that and we knew the importance of that play I think we were 7-0 up at that, that, at that point and the importance of that play so that would have been the turning point for me and also my, my uh, most enjoyable part great point Glad. I, I would like to jump in with two things. Firstly, uh, turnovers so we created turnovers and we got the ball from those turnovers there was what three in the game or, or several anyway um, that we created through hustling and we didn't, we didn't give any, we didn't have any interceptions. We didn't have anything like that. So, for me, that was one of the highlights of the day. That uh, it can be a really frustrating game when that happens, and so that made it really enjoyable. Yes. Now, girls, um, Taylor, what was your observation of the game that you wanted to share? It was great. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Good enough. Ripley. Um, I like the second touchdown. Which one was that? Uh, was it the short one? Like that was a running like touchdown. I think it was touchdown? Miles Sanders, yeah. potentially. Yeah. You like that one? And, and, and kudos of the turning of the game to when Ripley moved in. Right. Yeah. Worked in and watched that touchdown. That's right. Ripley was at a sleepover, and the game was pretty close. And as soon as she came back, the Eagles blew the door off. And so, Ripley, really, you're the good luck charm. What about you, Dad? Did you have any observations? I like the one-handed catch. Oh, yeah. yeah, the one-handed catch from Devontae Smith. Now, as it turns out, maybe it wasn't a catch, but that's why you hustle up to the line of scrimmage and you get your next playoff so they don't have time to review. So but Then our kick that hit the wire didn't get called, but it hit the wire. If yeah. you haven't seen it, uh, yeah, punted it straight into the wire and it uh, put the ball off. And so we didn't get that called, so they go both ways. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, the difference in this game was the Eagles' offensive line and defensive line was better than the 49ers. And I did predict, predict that coming into the game. And you, you saw the effect of that. When you have the leads leaguing, uh, league's leading pass rush, it's relentless. And if you get into a situation like the 49ers did where you have to pass, we're going to get to you. And uh, I, I, I said in that, in that po pregame show, you know, home crowd makes it really hard for the opposing team. Um, you know, that crowd noise makes it difficult to run plays. And, you know, Hassan Reddick, again... This guy, Philadelphia native, never played in playoff games until he came to the Eagles. That's including his college days. So you talk about a guy who's excited to play. 
Um, he was incredible. And, you know, an underrated part of this defense the whole season. You know, no, again, no consideration for Defensive Player of the Year. But let's be honest, he grossly outshone, mm. you know, Nick Bosa. And I said Joey Bosa and Nick Bosa the last podcast. It is Nick Bosa. His brother is Joey, plays for the Chargers. But that was the difference, right? Hassan Reddick, you know, he, he came out big in a, in, in a big game. And, and Joey, I think Joey, or, I already did it. Uh, Nick Bosa, I think, was hurt from Friendly Fire when his man threw, uh, threw one of our players into him on the sidelines. But... Um, pretty staggering outcome. And, you know, here's the crazy thing. And I think we all agree with this. Jalen Hurts didn't really play very well. You know, AJ Brown was barely involved and we won 31-7. And, you know, we're obviously not sure who our opponent's going to be next. It's going to be Kansas City or Cincinnati. I think my preference is Cincinnati because their offensive line is so banged up. Um, but Andrew, you know, what are other things that you took away from the game that maybe surprised you that, uh, you, you know, you weren't, you weren't sure you're going to see? Well, you say, you said, um, uh, Hertz didn't have his best game, but uh, the Eagles did set the league record for rushing touchdowns, and it was off a Jalen Hurts touchdown. Um, so I think that's 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 probably worth noting. They beat the uh, Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, um, who must have had that record for a hundred years. It was a long time. Uh, it must it must have been back in those back in those days. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a great point, um, and, and to think, you know that. Again, that Niners defense was the number one run defense in the league, but oftentimes what tends to happen with number one run defense is they just don't get tested. And I was really pleased that the Eagles stuck with the run. Glenn, other things from you? I, I'm, I, so run defense uh, from their side, as Tom was saying, is uh, number one in the league, and, and we tested it. And so from me, because normally what happens, we play a game, we don't run the, game, the ball in the first half, Tom gets all uppity, starts yelling at the coach, and then the second half they listen to him and they start running the ball with success. So what was different about this game is we started running the ball early and had some success. And we were uh, on offense more than we were defense, so we started grinding them down. So as it got to, uh, as the game went on and the defense got gassed, that paid dividends. Uh, so for me, that was, that was great to see. And, and I think the penalty count was the other thing that's probably worth mentioning. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, the Niners got... Now, they took some really tough penalties that were really pivotal in the game. Um, a number of really tough penalties. Now... They were fair calls, but man, like they were crucial penalties that really did help the Eagles out. Ripley, um, what do you want to share? Any any thoughts of things that you saw that you were surprised to see? Um, there was a. Uh, it wasn't in the game, I don't think, but they were like tackling on the field. There was some good tackling. The Eagles, for the most part, other than the Christian McCaffrey touchdown, their one touchdown was not good tackling. Oh, do you but... mean the fighting? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fighting. Was... Well, I think I think that was just down to some you know antsy despondency at the end by uh, by the Niners, um, which 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 can happen. It's a little spiteful and pretty bad sportsmanship because the winning team goes on to play a game the week after. That's right. So our two opponents could be Kansas City or Cincinnati. I really don't want to see Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, he's exceptional, and you know I think he rises to the occasion every single time. Joe Burrow is also an amazing quarterback, but again, his offensive line is really banged up. So I think that would favor the Eagles to play the Bengals. Um, but it's incredible to think that we're, you know, you know, we're on the precipice of going back to this game. Well, we're, we, we are going back to this game, um, you know, in fe early February 2018 when the Eagles were last at their Super Bowl. Uh, it seems like a long five years ago, but, you know, the only players remaining from that squad, I might add, is Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Those four were starters then, they're starters now. And I think... 
they form this amazing nucleus that can keep those the younger guys grounded and saying, hey, we've been there. This is what we're going to see. These are the things you need to expect. This is how you have to keep your emotions in check. So the fact that we have four really crucial, these are all captains. These are guys that we're going to keep this team centered on the task at hand and not get ahead of themselves. Um, but man, it's just insane to think that the season that we create this podcast, that it ends up on the season the Eagles get back to the Super Bowl, which is just remarkable. Um, and I should say, this will be Andrew's first Super Bowl, so it'll be fantastic, and we're hosting at his house. Uh, Jerkfish, that'll be Jerkfish's first Super Bowl, we'll a.k.a. We'll Fluffy. Have to bring, we'll have to figure out a way to bring uh, Jerkfish's uh, that bring the tank watery over. home <laughs> yeah. over. We can, be, we can stick him in the pool. He looks it, like he wants to comment. He's he really up at the glass yeah. right now. By the way, Jerkfish, your tank is disgusting. You yeah. need to clean yourself up, man. Like, what is going on in there? The mystery giraffe that arrived uh, at the last game will be first Super Bowl. And a uh, shout out to George, who's not here tonight, uh, yes. today, because he's just had a young daughter named AJ Brown. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Blake. Jordana, <laughs> obviously, is the name. No, uh, Blake, great name. Uh, congratulations to the Dobsons. That's very, very exciting and an excellent point. Glenn. Um, guys. I, I feel like, you know, the victory to the Super Bowl is the shortest podcast you do. You, you, don't, you don't need to break it down because we made it through and who cares how. Uh, well, I would, I, would, I would like to officially invite every Birds Down Under <laughs> fan to my place. Uh, hit the reply button in Spotify uh, and we'll send you out the address details. Yes. Uh, all four of you. Wait, you're all here at the table. <laughs> so actually, all the listeners are at the table right now. 13th of February uh, in Linfield, uh, we're going to have a party. Cool little story. We were going at halftime to the local cafe down the street called Skittle Lane. I'll give them a, a, a shout out. So Glenn, Andrew, and myself, all wearing Eagles jerseys, walking down the street. Lo and behold, who's on the other side of the street? But ex-Wallabies captain Michael Hooper uh, shouts out at us. Uh, you know, he's curious to know the score, who's winning. So a cool little exchange. And then we walk into our local cafe, and the guy ahead of us is a 49ers fan ordering his coffees, and he was not too impressed to have to talk well, to three Eagles. And it was, actually, it was actually a fun encounter because uh, he was talking, unbeknownst to us walking in in the jerseys, talking to the baristas about the 49ers playing. And it could, at, at that point, it could have gone either way. And uh, the barista told him to turn around and there's three six-foot-plus <laughs> six dudes <laughs> with jerseys on. It, yeah. it was nice and polite, but as soon as his coffee came out, it's he like, was gone. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. All right, so folks, listen. Um, exciting times. We've all got a week off to recoup, uh, get our voices back in some cases. And uh, Monday in two weeks, Andrew, I've taken a day off. Glenn's taken a day off. I've taken a year off. Uh, the girls are getting pulled out of school. <laughs> girls, good news. You're missing a day of school to come and watch the Super Bowl because, yeah. hey, these things. And one thing I will say, you know, the Eagles, this is their second time in five years. Don't get used to this. It can be incredibly hard to get back. We're, we're all lucky that we're getting to enjoy this run. Amazing. But let me tell you, you know, a lot of teams never get this chance. The Eagles may never come back to it again. Like the assumption, oh, we're a young team. We're going to do it again. No, that's not how it works. The league is really hard and it's, it's great at parity and keeping teams equal. So enjoy this run because you just never know. It could be our last. Look at the Niners this year. Best team all year. Um, you've been calling them out right from the start as a team that we don't want to face and then uh, we go and get one of our best score lines against I mean, because statistically being a statistician, 32 teams in the league, you should only get there once in every 32 years on average. Yeah. That's that's a long wait between drinks. And and it's important to say, Howie Roseman, our general manager, is the real reason this team is so good. The moves he made this offseason, he got named by one of the, I think, the Professional Writers Association as as the general manager of the year. He deserves it, and this team was built by moves he made. You know, if you look, all these players that are new to this squad this year, Hassan Reddick, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, you know, uh, A.J. Brown, geez, huge one, um, Linval Joseph, and Dominican Sue, just to uh, Kaiser White, just to name a few. These are guys that were all brought in by Howie Roseman, and they all brought in the right culture. 
you know, so uh, that cannot be underscored because without the roster moves that we made and the, the really savvy offseason acquisitions, that A.J. Brown trade was a, a, strike of, a stroke of genius. And uh, my mother just getting a couple of uh, comments in in the background. Um, anyway, you, you know. You washed your socks. Yeah, it should be. You probably shouldn't impersonate her when she's right there, by the way, Glenn. Anyway. So are we not allowed to wash our jerseys now for like until the Ever. end? Okay. Yeah, I, Ever. I, I, I okay. never... Never. Well, no, I haven't watched it all season. Well, don't. I, I, I haven't yeah. watched yeah. it. And I've sweated today. It's, oh, it's, uh, it's been yeah, warm. It's going to be a stinky day over at my place next week. All right, so folks, two weeks' time. We're doing this all over again at Andrew's house. Uh, and let's see, let's hopefully we're... Uh, now, the game starts at about 10 a.m. typically, so we're not going to be you know talking about any win or loss until about 2.30 in the afternoon on Monday the 13th. Win. Uh, Win, 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 exactly right. Are, yeah. But what a run it's been. Uh, thanks to both these guys, they've been the most committed burst down under. You know, you know, guys from a standpoint of following the show, you know, generating content for the show, being on the show, and my daughters, girls, great to have you celebrating with us. So, and everybody, thanks, Tom, because Tom is ninety nine percent of the enthusiasm absolutely. behind this all. We're That's all okay. dragged into this because absolutely. of Tom. I've sucked you into my vortex. Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Does Thomas have a name? Toronto, Toronto Tom. Tom. Toronto, Toronto Tom. Tom. I'll take that. I'll take that. Toronto. It has a nice ring to it. All right, everybody. Go thank birds. you, Billy Gobbert. Woo! Woo!